Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 300, believe it or not, of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. The band is back together at long last. It has been a while. Willie's in Fargo, right there at the Dome. We got Bracky back, straight off, out of, straight back from Jamaica. Nomad's back, and I'm sure it was an adventure just to get him here from <laughs> Thursday, or from Wednesday to today, but he's here. <coughs> Reunited and it feels so good on episode 300. Willie, how you doing in Fargo, buddy? I'm doing great. Love being in Fargo, and it's been a uh, it's been a wild couple months, right? Absolutely. And, I uh, mean, I moved home, and then we started the Final X stuff, and everybody's all over the place. And Kyle gets married, road tripping. Whoa. Then he goes to Jamaica. Then well, now, you go on. on vacation. Nomad shaved oh, no. his facial hair. It's amazing. Willie, you. Most of that was true, but you said that Kyle got married. Uh-oh. Um, listen, yeah. we, we waited for now to bring this to your attention because I didn't want this to sh- the, this looming cloud over your, over your honeymoon because that could be the last good memory of your wedding or of your marriage. If you are, in fact, married, Willie and I have reason to believe that you are not actually married right now. Okay, and why is this? Okay, well... Kyle, or should I say Steve? Steve? Those of you that don't know, Kyle's name is not Kyle. He is somewhat fraudulent in this way. Um, His real name is Steven or Steve, Steve Bracke. And at the wedding, Mm -hmm. they Mm -hmm. called him Kyle. Your name is not Kyle. Do you, Kyle, Mm -hmm. do you, Kyle, Take Olivia to be your wife. Not not Steven. Your name isn't Kyle. Well, here's the thing, guys. We have a marriage license with Steven on it. Yes, but in order for that in order for that to be we had the whole ceremony. I've I've talked about this with many legal minds. Oh, and yeah? the marriage license must match up with the ceremony or it is um, a double negative, and, my, and they my cancel. My attorney has assured me we're just fine. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm not so sure about that. We're, we're considering... Many legal minds? Many legal... <laughs> How many? Many. Four. Four. <laughs> four legal minds. Okay. Um, Paul Herdlow. Paul Herdlow. Alan um, Shapiro. <laughs> John Renan. Johnny Cochran. John Renan. Um, the best legal minds. Johnny Cochran. The, yeah. Johnny, Johnny Cochran. The best legal minds in David America. David Rudolph. David Rudolph. 
I don't know who that is. You guys gotta start watching uh, the staircase on. Uh, oh on yeah, yeah, yeah! I watched it. I watched it. I yeah, didn't realize that was in there. He's good. Yeah. He's a he's very impactful good. attorney. If you haven't watched the staircase, it's it's, it's the new making it's, a murder. It's the new making a murder. It's thirteen episodes. It's about. Ten episodes too long. Yes. They literally could have condensed. I promise you, Willie, they could have got that staircase done in three episodes. Uh, it, it, hey, it's out of control. Dassey's appeal got denied. He's locked up for a long time. <laughs> That's bull crap. Oh, no. They need to free the man. They need to free the man. But yeah, it's episode 300. The show has come a long way. It started yeah. off as just me. Episode one. Shout out to Ben Askren for being the first guest ever. On uh, FRL, Johnny from Roanoke. The Johnny, second. From Johnny from Roanoke, the infamous prank caller that asked me a very inappropriate and profane question, um, almost got us in trouble with the FCC. Yep. Okay, we I navigated those legal hot waters through the council of many great legal minds. Then we transitioned to Willie and I, and that's when the um, the show really started to get some momentum. Then, I guess it was 2016. We started to get video, then we were live video, and then we had the couch, and um, we added a bass player and a drummer. We had a bass player and a drummer. <laughs> now we have a full band, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, it's been it's been. Now a, we have this big, nice new studio. We have this nice new studio, the house that Nomad built, as we've called it as of right now, this moment. I, I yeah. did make a four million charitable contribution to Floor Sports. That was nice of you. That was nice. Speaking of charitable contributions. The Sixers owner, yeah. hooking it up for uh, pin wrestling. That's great. Trust that process. Okay, so should we back up? This is our first time together. Discuss a little. Do we want to discuss the road trip at all? Um, funny stories from there. Um, yeah. Why don't you tell us some anecdotes on the road trip? Some some anecdotes. Um, well, what was Kyle? What was your some of your favorite stories from from the road? Oh man. Um, this, you know, being in a van for a very long time. We thought that we would be at each other's throats, you know, at, at, at occasions, and we really weren't. There were, the there part. were a couple. There were a couple, and I'm gonna hit on this one. There were a couple. That <laughs> it was everyone in the van versus Nomad, as it typically is in arguments. <laughs> I, I was That's and, about right. um, fending off people left and right. We were listening to Zach and Diane. Yes, John Cougar Mellicamp. That's your uh, classic, classic rock. Yeah. And uh, what's the exact line, Nomad? Okay, so this this it was a multi it was a multi-tiered argument. First of all, why are they called chili dogs and not chili hot dogs? That's dumb. Second of all, what corn dogs? What what do you call a corn dog? Do you think a corn dog should be called a corn hot dog? I don't I don't know. I don't, well, what's I don't the care about corn dogs. Corn, also corn dog you don't know, stick. You don't eat it on a bun. Corn dog lives then, matter. You don't care and, about corn dogs, but you care about chili dogs. And then I don't care about chili dogs. I've never had chili dogs. And then uh, we were arguing about the the verbiage of sucking on chili dogs instead of sucking down chili dogs. Sucking down chili dogs makes sense. Sucking on chili dogs is just okay, well, foolish and nonsense. You had an no, he had an argument there, and we were like, okay, but you know what he means. And then Nomad said the exact words, "What is a chili dog?" Yeah, he what acted like chili hot dog. He acted like. He never knew. Well, that's not what you said. Yeah, because a chili dog. Hold on. A chili dog. Okay, so this He's is corn dog on national TV right like, now. I've never heard of that. I don't know what that I've is. I've never heard of that. A, a corn dog is is a dog like of corn. A chili dog should be freaking chili in a tube form. I'm about to, I'm about to throw you out this, of this van. We got to move on. This is why. This is why. I'm sorry. We Everyone. It was so loud. There were some loud moments in that van. <laughs> it was never louder than I think it was. Spay. 
Kyle just screaming. Bader was screaming too. Ba oh, oh yeah, Bader and Bader is so freaking loud. Bader's out of his mind. Yeah. Well, you. I'm having tech technical difficulties. You right have now, that. Folks. I'm oh sorry. my gosh, Nomad's gonna end up strangled by his freaking lav mic. Um, okay. Yeah, that was a pretty. That funny. one stood out to me. That stood out. We went. Cr we got crazy after uh, right before Final X Penn State, where oh we we sang inexplicably the entire the entire way home. Um, we were yeah. like uh, soccer fans, just chanting the whole time. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, so that one was, um, you, you know the song, Oh My Darling, Oh My Darling. Uh, so I, I do that for Otakadze, like, Otakadze, Otakadze. But then we did that for, like, 14 people. Many wrestlers. Christian Piles, Mark Bader, Kyle it, Brackey. It was a really weird moment. Uh, but, yes, the best part is there were no fights on the, on the road trip. It was awesome. <clears throat> That's not awesome. That's the opposite of awesome. No. What, what were some of your favorite moments? I wish I wanted to see fisticuffs. Well, that we never even got close to fisticuffs. Um, I don't know. Uh, one of my favorite, like, non-wrestling parts of the trip was when my son lost his mind. Oh, my God. This was a really, really crazy story. This is no fault, All right, fault so, too. yeah, this is, so this is kind of my fault. So uh, No. Well, we, the the band split up. The band split up. Bader, CP, Joe Cantonia... And uh, little little CP, uh, Caleb went to Dan Gable's house, mm -hmm. which who wouldn't go to Dan Gable's house. Pretty cool. Me, Bracky, Nick V, and Spay went to uh, Chop House, very nice uh, steak place in Iowa City. It was it was a lovely meal. Thank you for that recommendation, whoever gave us that. Yeah, Marinelli. And then oh, yeah, the bull. Shout so out. then then the, the the band got back together, and. Um, I, there was a, we were in kind of like a, an older part of town and there was a fire escape and I had been like looking at the fire escape for, I don't know, 20 minutes and I realized that I could reach it. So I started climbing it and I got to the top. I believe there's a video on our Instagram and mm -hmm. Twitter, oh, I yeah. think, of me it doing it. And that caused Caleb to completely freak out. My son is typically uh, calm, well, well-ish behaved for a... Um, you know, seven. Give me a break. He's an angel. That kid's an angel. Okay. But he, he loves climbing and, and, I don't know, doing things like that a lot. So he saw Nomad do this, and he wanted, it would be, it would be the most dangerous thing he'd ever done in his life if I oh, let him yes. do it. If he, if his, if he grip slips, he's instantly dead, okay? So. And the, there were several, um. I was so, very nervous watching Nomad. Climb. Yeah, I was like, Nomad, well, so, he is not going to survive a fall. No. So there's <laughs> the, you know, there's, there's. It's, it's bolted into, you know, the, the, the side, the brick, and probably every fourth or fifth rung, there's a bolt. Well, probably every second or third one, the bolt was out mm -hmm. on one side. So I was like, okay, Caleb cannot climb this. Well, it I don't was never considered. It was yeah. never, it's not like it no, was I know, considered. But, but I'm saying, okay. like, I didn't feel comfortable. So it was funny. Fell's like, um, he's like, can I do it? I'm like, absolutely not, absolutely not. And he's starting to get really upset, like more upset than he would get for anything. And I was kind of <laughs> like, sure, you figure out your way to get up there, you can do it. Because it was like, you, Nomad had to jump to grab like almost like a pull-up bar. He would right. never be able to get it. Caleb takes the, well, you know those like free real estate newspaper things <laughs> that are on the street? He gets behind that thing and he shoves it all the way across the sidewalk. Shoves it, shoves it, shoves it. So that he's going to climb up on that, stand on that, and jump and do it. And he got he got it under the thing. We're just like watching. I'm just like in awe. And then he was trying to climb up. There's people in the restaurant watching him. 
and eventually we had to move the thing back. Yeah, the fire escape is right over top of a restaurant, of like the, the entryway to a restaurant. restaurant. Yeah. yeah. So they're watching him like, are you really going to let him, why are you letting him move this real estate <laughs> newspaper thing? So then when he realizes he's not going to be able to do it, and he just goes crazy. He just starts like running around Berserk. being nuts. And he got so excited that he had, he had to pee, okay? My son is well-trained, okay? He doesn't just pee outside without permission. He, he knows, like, the rules. Like, okay, you're in the backyard, it's fine. If you're, you know, if you're on the crowded street in Iowa City, <laughs> that would it. not be the scenario to pee on a tree. He starts running around crazy, sprints to a tree, and is pulling down his pants to pee. I have to grab him and bring him inside because he's losing his mind so bad. My favorite line is he was like going to pee on the tree. Nick was just sitting back. Nick Vegan, he just goes, What a beast. <laughs> <laughs> and Nick Vegan was loving it. So then we go to leave, and he never does this. We're leaving, and he realizes he will never get to climb that fire escape. And he starts sprinting around and runs into an apartment building, Willie. He ran away from me and started going up the steps in this apartment building. It was. It was insane. It was bizarre. It he, sounds like he lost his mind. He lo he, it was literally like. 15-minute window of where he lost his mind. Very fun trip. I'm glad we're all back together. Kyle got married. Um, probably. 60-40. 60% chance it's going to hold up in the court of law. It's likely. It's likely. Yeah. It's likely. We'll see it. We'll see it through. It, it got a little, we got a little punch drunk there at the end after you guys, after they all left, it was just me, Spay, and Kenya, and we hit, we went Penn State, Lock Haven, Cornell all in one day. Uh, toured through Jersey. You didn't, though. We, yeah. You went from Penn State to Lock Haven to Cornell one day? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess you did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hey. Anyway. Hey, Willie. Well, let's talk about wrestling stuff. Okay. Man. So, Spencer Lee was going to go to Spain, and now he's not, right? Spencer Lee, yeah. They, that was, like, the thing. He was going to go to Spain, but he's not going to Spain. Um... Yeah, I so I I was I was all geeked up for this because um, when the it was like a week before World Team Trials, Iowa coaches came. You've out been and trying said to put not, Spencer on the World Team for some time now. Yeah, uh, I'm I want to see our best guys wrestle. They they're like you know Shots he's not fired he's, Thomas he's not gonna try to make any World <laughs> Teams this summer, and um, but he he'll be wrestling you know probably Spain Germany whatever. I'm like okay awesome. So he's gonna be wrestling senior level. He's just not gonna be trying to make a World Team. That's fine. S slow play going up, and I know that you know USA Wrestling. They, they, when you're going overseas, right? You need to make sure visas and, and passports and things are good. So they usually take a while to release the rosters. So the roster comes out, and I'm like, sweet, okay. We got like basically the whole girls teams going. We got Spencer, Corey Clark, Tyler Graff going. A bunch of Greco guys are going. This big awesome group's going. It's gonna be Spencer's senior level debut, and then somebody from the Hawkeye Wrestling Club's like, yeah, he's not going. He's staying and doing camps. Yeah. So Corey Clark, the first time we're gonna see him in a while. Well, right. Well, he's, he US wrestled the open. open, yeah. Wrestled at the open, just didn't qualify for trials. He wrestled at that Canada Cup. Oh yeah, that's right. Wrestled at the Canada thing not so long ago. Mm -hmm. um, did not do well. So yeah, I, I was higher on Corey Clark going into the open, but I think just Iowa people were in my ear and influencing yeah. me, and now I'm, I'm, I am officially out until I see something spectacular. I'm like, he gives up his leg. His match with Nico Megalutis, it was Darmstadt-esque how much well, he was giving up his legs. That was his offense. And that, that was the only way he scored was yeah. when Nico, Nico was in. But even still, 
that it's just not sustainable at the international level. Yeah. Like Nico's really good, but you know, there's a, obviously as we've seen, there's another level with Nishan, and then there's gonna be another level beyond Nishan yeah. at 61 that you know I I just don't know. Right. And they said that Corey was gonna like go Greco, for for the longest time that was like the rumor, but. He has not wrestled Greco. Right. And well, and Maybe I think, that's why he forgot to defend legs. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, they can't shoot. Ah, oh, I forgot. Freestyle. <laughs> yeah, and that was, you know, Priestay Wayne's like, oh, he can do, because 59 kilos is 130, and he did he did always do very well in Greco in high school. Um, but, yeah, so no Spencer League. We'll still get to see a bunch of bunch of really good uh, Team USA people in Spain. Just no, no student-level debut yet for Spencer League. No, not yet. But on a positive note for Iowa, sounds like they doubled the number of campers this year, uh, be partially because of the Spencer Lee effect. And they're like, hey, man, you should, uh, should hang out here. Yeah. I, hey, that no makes med- sense. Did you get yourself in trouble yesterday Did on I- Twitter? Oh, yeah. It was, not as much as I thought he would. Because we, uh, Nomad, people are asking, and this is one of the FRL questions. I'm very excited to get into this, even though – some Illinois people may be upset. There's a thing called reality. Um, so people asking, people asking why Illinois, why does Illinois have this amazing success at Fargo? Th- this, this is a classic example of one of us stating a fact and the community at large, or not even at large, but people taking it in a negative connotation. And, mm-hmm. being, and so I said, why somebody asked me what I, I put out this article it said it was the last 10 years of Fargo champ for all you know that women junior Greco all, all the styles somebody's like why is Illinois so good in Fargo I said because they send twice as many kids as any other team they have better participation everything that they do well, is I geared think- for to, well hold on everything they do is geared for participation they have the biggest state tournament they send the most kids to regionals and they send the most kids to Fargo. And in turn, that means that from a bigger pool of kids, that means you're more likely to get good kids. And when you send more good kids, you're going to win. But it all goes back to participation, buying in, and having the best game plan. It's, it's great. You guys should be happy that you send twice as many kids because that means it's harder on every other state to win. It's, it's, it's the best game plan. Well, I think more than anything, it's the, they have the highest percentage year over year of their good kids going, which is what well, you kind of was what you kind of said. But in your thing, it's just like you just basically went. It was totally volume. And it's not right, just right. volume because uh, I think it's the percentage. If you look at like compared to Pennsylvania's best kids to Illinois, best, that's why they win. You could send 500 OK wrestlers. You would not win Fargo. Right. Period. Wouldn't happen. Their best guys go. And there's just statewide buy in. There's statewide buy into the camps, to the system. I mean, I, I remember going to cadet duels when they had Greco World Team trials at, at Daytona Beach. And you watch Illinois, they all had, like, basically this a very similar style. Like, their Greco team, two-on-one. Everything was off a of two-on-one. Like, they have a system there. Okay, so yeah, I think I mean, it's system have, and buy-in. That's where I differentiate or I diverge from Nomad, too, is that they have good coaching. They have their system. I mean, that's what they do, right? They, I mean, it's not a question. Hey, you doing Fargo this year? No, they do it. They do, um, and and they they are allowed to send more too. It's not just participation, um, because there is a set quota that you can even bring. But 
Illinois gets, I don't want to say gets around that, but they earn additional spots by winning regionals. regionals. Which is right? smart. It yeah. is smart. But they do get more guys in, right? Yeah. Now, it's not just that they bring more guys. Um, that certainly helps. But back to what Christian says, they bring their ones, their twos, their threes. I mean, Pennsylvania might bring their three, right? I mean, and that's 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 what you get. Yeah. So it would be um, interesting to go through the o older high school rankings and even including this year's, like state by state, like how many elite P Pennsylvania guys didn't go or haven't gone or don't go to Fargo? I mean, think about you know Spencer Lee never won Fargo. Spencer Lee never went. Yeah, never even went. Um, you know, Null. A lot of these guys. I mean, you could probably go on and on and find some sort of list. Whereas there would probably be a very low percentage of Illinois guys where that's the case. Um, pretty mm -hmm. much all of them went. So here, here's here's some numbers for you guys. So last three, yeah, last three years of Fargo results. Um, if if this was a single entry tournament or uh, or a tournament where only your your highest point scorer scored. Illinois would lose 38 team points over the course of the last three years. Mm -hmm. um, and so Put that I, in perspective. That means nothing right now. And so when I, when I use the term backups, I don't mean like – all I mean by that is that if, if, if the tournament – If they only had, got one entry. Right. If they only got one entry, they wouldn't score. Um, but you look at 2016, if you only had ones, it would literally change the results of the tournament. So the way it went in 2016, this is junior men's freestyle, PA1, Minnesota 2 – Illinois three, uh, Michigan four, Iowa five, Missouri six. If you just use ones, that changes to Minnesota one, PA two, Michigan three, Illinois four, Missouri five, Iowa six. So it literally changes how the top six uh, laid out. And then you look at, I did the last five years of finishes. Uh, Illinois averages out to 2.8, uh, which is the highest. Minnesota 4.2, Ohio five, Iowa 5.4, PA and Oklahoma 5.8. That directly correlates Illinois 2.8 has sent 360 kids the last five years. Minnesota 4.2. They've sent 286 kids the last five years. You're throwing a o lot of numbers o out. Ohio, yeah. Ohio uh, fifth. They sent 261 kids. Got it. So it's, it's, it's all participation. Like this is what I think they're really mad about. What I'm saying is you guys have the best game plan. You've had the best infrastructure for 10, 15, 20 years even, right? You have the best buy-in. You have coaches that are willing to, to put time in. You have buy-in from all the top programs, RP, OPRF, Washington, Glenbard North, Montini, right? What I think they're really upset about is that I'm saying they wouldn't win every year if uh, every team was as all-in on Fargo as, as they were. And you know what? That's true. It's reality. Because for the last four years, junior men's freestyle, you've had four different champs. And for the last five years, Illinois hasn't won junior men's freestyle duels, and that's the one where teams are going to put the most resources in. That's the one where there's going to be the greatest level of variance based on how many kids you get and how many good kids you get. So, Illinois, it's okay that you guys send the most kids and you have the best infrastructure and you win. And you know what? If you went all in every year and every other state went all in every other year, you would still win. You won last year by a lot. If, even if you took out the backups, you still would have won. You just wouldn't win every single year. Well, they don't win every single year now. I know. That's, yeah. But that, that's the point. Like, it's, it's okay. 
you are a power state. You're unquestionably the, the best Fargo state. Um, just if every other state also went all in, it would be more variance. And this isn't to say that if PA went all in every year, they would win every year, because they wouldn't, because Oklahoma would win some years, and Minnesota would win some years, and I would win some years, and Oklahoma, uh, right? Like, it would change hands a lot more. But what? until that happens, Illinois, dominate. Go ahead. But don't be mad when I say that it, it's, it's, it's partially because you have buy-in and, and have the most participation, because it's yeah. true. Right. And, and the reality is they're not the best wrestling state. Okay, it doesn't it doesn't map. I mean, they had one NCAA All American this year. They won All American. Okay, well, and this this is best wrestling state's a nebulous term, right? Well, I don't know. Not to me. What? Well, okay. What do you use for best wrestling state? Well, I guess what you're saying, you can define it however you want to define right. it. You right. You can go world team members. Uh, you can go. I think Fargo. You can I think NCAA. I think NCAA's is probably one of the best. Or I also think that just taking high school rankings. And plotting those out, I think that's the probably the two best ways, and the, and those map to each other, right? It's not like it's not like Pennsylvania has like a ton of ranked high school kids, and then it does, it maps, right? It, well, that's that's the difference when you're. It's a good term, mapping, right? That Pennsylvania has the most, and Ohio, New Jersey, right? And California, they have the most. Well, not California, NCAA's. They only have like three or four the last couple of years. But anyway, you have these ranked kids. Pennsylvania has the most ranked kids. They end up having the most ranked or the most All Americans. Ohio has about the most ranked kids. They have about the most NCAA All Americans. Mm -hmm. What doesn't map is Illinois wins Fargo and Junior Duels repeatedly, 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 and then they. Don't do much after that. Yeah. Or, or, or I shouldn't say they don't do much. They don't perform to that same level in other venues. Right. Yeah. And also, I think they took this as like an anti-Illinois thing. If New Jersey was the one doing this for the last 15 years or Pennsylvania or Oklahoma, I would say the same thing. Like, yeah, they have great infrastructure. They have great buy-in. They get the best coaches. They get the best kids. But if other states also did that, it would look differently. Yeah. Like, but until that happens, Illinois is going to keep doing really well. So, great job, Illinois. I'm excited to watch you guys this weekend. Doesn't sound like it. Congrats. <laughs> Just kidding. Like, no one's no one's anti-Illinois here. Who's going to win this year, no man? Yeah, what do you think? You done any uh, homework on this? I, I like uh, Spay's interstate skirmish article is really good. Um, to the point about really good kids participating, uh, Ohio has has is sending a really strong team. And Ohio is the one team that seems to have, Ohio's finishes are, are crazy. So they go, last five years, they go fourth, 10th, second, seventh, second. Yeah, but so just, let's just, like, who's going this year? Who, who do you see? That's what I want to know. I'm taking Ohio. Yeah, it doesn't matter what they did last year. Yeah, I want to know this, the, the discussion, the, the topic is no, this No, I know, year. but I'm saying it carries over from that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh. Looking at Ohio's squad, you go I'll Tag, you. Shaver, Decatur, D'Amelio, Big Tag, Craze, Andonian, Vinojevic, Brady, Kartzla, Cover. I mean, that is a salty that, lineup. That, that's really good. And, you know, one of my pet peeves is is uh, when, when graduating seniors don't um, participate. You know who did an excellent, excellent job? And they're they're not the best, 
but the group that they have coming here, they could make a run, is Iowa. Iowa yeah. has Bennett and Biscaglia and uh, Shapiro. Uh, the number of graduating seniors that are here from Iowa is very impressive. They're Interesting. So they could mm -hmm. give it a run, too. Nelson Brands, right? So Really? Nelson? Mm-hmm. Iowa, I'm Iowa's excited to watch him. That's been very consistent. Fargo last five years, seven five, seven five three, um, and yeah. Well, to your point about graduated seniors, uh, we talked about right. We, we we had that discussion on the last show about uh, taking seniors out before before the rankings and kind of how it impacts Fargo previews and things like that. Uh, heavyweight right this year is going to be Cassiope and Paris along with with Hupmaker. So graduated seniors are definitely going to play factor in. Um, Willie, you got me thinking about that when you said, like, who uh, the number of guys. So last year there were four graduated senior champs. 2016 there were seven. 2015 there were six. And 2014 there were six. Champs? Yes. Oh, my gosh. That's a lot. So it's it's a huge, huge. So history says I mean, there should be yeah, five or six this year. It's, it's, it's difficult at this to project at this age level, like me and Nomad were talking about the other day. Uh, we don't have empirical evidence on this. It's just something like our knee jerk eyeball is that in cadets, it's like you, you probably don't want to pick a first year cadet, mm -hmm. right? Like mm -hmm. the, the number of the, the older you are, it's just jumping levels, right? And so, um, you don't get a lot of graduating senior participation, but the ones that do participate do really well. Yeah. It's usually high-level elite guys. Yeah, the best. Yeah. The, the one thing I didn't, I'd, I'd like to also run second and third, because that, you know, implies you might have lost to one of the, the one or two. Um, but, yeah, I mean, four, seven, six, six, last number of champs, graduated champs last four years. Pretty cool. Yeah. That's great. I always love when the seniors come back. Um, I think we'll, yeah, as you mentioned, probably got to say round five probably this year. Who yeah. are you guys taking to win the team title in junior freestyle? I, I like. Let's put our names on it. I'll put my name on Ohio. I'm putting my name on Ohio as well. I like, I like Ohio. Um, Illinois, again, an army, but. I'm surprised Matt Ramos is wrestling also. Wait, Cassiope's going, right? Yeah. Why isn't he's not listed for Team Illinois? That's pretty uh Oh, because he's not ranked, I bet. Oh, jeez. Willie, uh, will you leave uh, these dang guys in here? No, that's stupid. No, no it's, it's not. stupider to take them out. I listened, it's a high school I tournament. To your argument from the last show, and it's there's no it, argument to it. As soon as I after the show I thought about it. It's 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 dumb. I'm you don't leave you don't leave the guys in so for three months so that in three months there's one last tournament. Wow. I mean, we we wanna see we wanna see change. We wanna see who's the next crop. That's where you see it what? after Fargo. Yeah. We have like literally three months after this to digest it. Oh, we'll just leave the rankings we'll leave the rankings almost static for three months so that there's one tournament so that you can static. have a little so that you can have a little number next to Cassiope that says two. Yes, that's no. precisely right. It, it allows us to get okay. much better context for this tournament. 
How about I go back and I'll put number two next to Cassio? You can still update cool. it after Akron and Disney Duels and all that stuff. Just leave yeah, the I don't, senior, I don't leave understand the how leaving. I don't understand how leaving the seniors in makes it more static. It it doesn't at all. Well, graduating seniors can't wrestle in Akron. I think we need that's it. what I'm saying. Like you can still make the updates. They're not going to be static. Move around them. There's there's so many. There's a lot of non-graduate graduate seniors that don't go to Akron. Not everyone goes. It's not like it's a full the full participated in tournament. When you do add in graduated seniors, Illinois' chances look much better. Cassiope, the Bronigals, Jack Jessen. Oh, snap. And Does Ohio have any graduated there. seniors going? Yeah. Dang, that's um, interesting. I think there was one Ohio more. Ohio does not have Victor Marcelli, who's a returning All American. Um, I, they don't have a lot of graduating seniors, no. Okay. I bet Rocky Jordan goes. You're right. <laughs> what? I heard the, the, all of uh, St. Paris Graham's going. They're all going. They love Fargo. Actually, yeah, never mind. I'm not going to get into that. Um, yeah, so it's going to be Ohio or Illinois. I lean Ohio, but... I just what? have a lot of elite guys here that are... Yeah, I just, score, I just I, like I, their I, upside. I don't. I don't. I put, think you guys are... Put your name I on it. Guys, I think you guys are seeing a lot of studs and you're forgetting about volume yeah i guess the, we do a whole episode about why illinois wins That's and the right. exact reason we yeah. pick ohio because they have like four real guys we really like a lot That's, when that is that, not what wins fargo right That's crap what, yep. oh, but i mean, feel really stupid it's your fault you, you get back here you're, you're got messing with fargo, my head you got returning fargo champs you have uh guys that have placed here before and i mean it's a pretty deep. I mean, team. you're gonna say you're gonna say D'Amelio and 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 um, Decatur and Big Tag and guess what? They're all the same way. Here's the thing. But they can all score. Yeah. They okay. Here's so you have a list of you left. You have a list of they all can't win it. Can't have three they, champs. But they, they could. No, but but Willie's right. So they're. What if they go one, two, three? Willie's right because Illinois frequently has guys who aren't ranked and especially lower weight guys. So a guy like. Uh, and I'm going to butcher this kid's name, Ronan Schulke Yeah, he can score as many. Anthony King at 113. Um, like, you're going to have some some random oh, kids. Oh, snap. Anthony King, he's the one that did the AK shuffle. Yes. All right, he's winning. It's Illinois. Illinois, no, Illinois you got it. I'm sticking with Ohio. Go ahead. You can try to talk me out of it all you want. I'm sticking with Ohio. It's your, your subliminal message in your shirt to yeah. mess with I'm going, I'm going back to Illinois. Illinois Army. Illinois bros, you and me. Can't wait to party on you. And bandwagon Willie you honors. got <laughs> Willie you got Illinois I got Illinois I, don't, I can't say definitively I, I like Illinois chances to win it I think I was going to be top four-ish um well, Willie how about you go back through your junior preview since you w went crazy on us and did top eight made us do top eight for your dude, top eight was awesome wasn't it it was a little excessive but go back through and just assign the points you won't you yeah. won't you coward <laughs> well, I don't know. We should, no, we really should do that. that we actually should. <clears throat> Sounds like a job for Andrew Spade. That yeah, does sound like a job a for Andrew. That's a Spade job if there ever was one. Andrew, if you're listening, just get started, buddy. Get Spade on. <laughs> just keep the headphones in, and uh, you know, by the time the show's over, it'd be great to have that piece of content to run. Hey, should we real quick it? talk about the schedule yeah. so people know what the schedule yep, is? Yep, so Fargo starts today. So here's the <laughs> Here's what you need to do. You need to click on... 
Cadet and Junior National Championships in the event widget, and then click on Schedule. Mm -hmm. There it's you have it. It's off the homepage. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, it starts off tomorrow, 9 a.m. Central, with Cadet Freestyle uh, for both men and women. Mm. And, then, and then we have six straight days of finals. Sunday, Cadet Women. Monday, Cadet Men. Should we call it Finals Week? Yes, Finals Week. Oh. It's got to pass the test. Study. Tuesday, Junior Men's Freestyle. Wednesday, Junior Women's Freestyle. Tuesday, Cadet Greco Finals. And Friday, July 20th, Junior Greco Finals. So from Sunday all the way through to Friday, you get Fargo Finals every day. Once Fargo is also like the one USA Wrestling event where they don't change the schedule. Yes. So you can lock it in. Yes. This will not be changed um, like it is for every other event, and the schedule makes pretty much useless on the event page but this is very useful 9 a.m. start every single day which is also very nice that's nice um, no I feel like it wasn't time. always like that it wasn't no it's okay because yeah. I remember it's like oh we can sit we can uh, there was sleep one day yeah more. where it was like a, like 11 30 start or something like that and then there was like an 8 a.m. start so it's nice to have a 9 a.m. every single day so you know when you're gonna get wrestling Willie what did they have for uh, breakfast at the calf I, I don't do that. I don't yeah. do cheeseburger soup. You're the only soup. psycho that does that. We got no. I, I didn't even get the meal plan. Good. Good job, Never Will. Meal plan. Good job, Willie. Uh, I'm not about voucher life, like piles. But listen, this is this is the last year, boys. No, this it's is not. The, this is the last year I ever stay in the dorms. Is there is there air conditioning? I heard a rumor. Oh, there's not. It's not no. gonna get. It's but it's not. It's not. Uh, I don't, I don't really mind. It's not that hot. But it's just... How's the water just, pressure? It's not that hot. It's usually 120. The water, the water pressure is the... No, it's not. Yeah, it is hot as hell. You you walk from the dorm... Don't say the H word, and it's not that hot. Sweating. You're wearing a long sleeve shirt right now in Austin, Texas in July. It is 47 degrees in the office. It is not. I saw you outside. There's a photo of you outside you do Austin, it. Texas, yeah. July... With a sweatshirt on. Yeah, walking to and from a, a, a car or to and from the outlet. You walk outside right. and then walk back in. Well, let's get back to his anyway. dor dorm whining. The dorm light, the dorms here, no. If they, were, if they were updated dorms or something, I don't care. These things are from the 60s. Uh, <laughs> they have wood lying. paneling on them. Yeah, wood paneling. The, 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 the freaking water pressure is uh, like... That of a leaky faucet? I always like the exposed piping. Yeah. It's very no. industrial. Look, I like it. I mean, this is... Oh, here what he goes. Is he doing? Oh, no. What's he doing? What are you doing? Anytime you get a, an actual <laughs> key, an actual key, like... Well, that's update. not that crazy for a dorm. Yeah. That's that's See, That's what most dorms have are regular keys. Well, yeah. Did you go... I'm sure you went to some fancy white-collared dorm. Did all eight of the schools you went to have key cards to get yeah. into your dorm? Look, yeah, Bloomsburg, we had chauffeurs to and from class. <laughs> Great. All right, so Willie thinks he's too good for dorms. We'll see what happens in a year. Willie, go to Casey's and get some breakfast pizza oh, for me. Oh, 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 shut up. You, of all people, going to criticize my breakfast pizza eating? Apparently, it's like the what? third largest I, pizza I, chain in the world. I'm not, I'm not criticizing oh. eating pizza for breakfast, and I don't know what you mean by me, of all people. I'm saying... You know exactly <laughs> what I mean by that. <laughs> I do, I do not. You, uh, he doesn't get this. Yeah, you you eat like a, you treat your body like a dumpster. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, 
I'll eat a cheesesteak for breakfast. I don't care. But this whole, this Midwest Casey's Pizza is good thing? It is. You have, have you had it? I wouldn't even try it. <gasps> That's my, that, well, you can't say, you yeah, can't do you that. you can't knock it until you try it, Will. All right, I will go have, do you have to buy a whole pizza? No, yeah, you get it by the slice. You get a slice. They're the All right, I'll go try pizza. I'll go try a slice. But I promise Takes you, I mean. didn't happen. Oh, you can't even get a good slice of pizza in you Austin. Got, hey, listen, you got to support them. I don't even like, Chicago doesn't even have good pizza. They support your buddy, uh, Casper. You should support them and, and get a slices off. I will try. I'll have one slice. Do it for Scott. And, prob and oh. probably spit it out. Do it for me. You right. won't, though. It's better than the pizza here in Austin. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's another topic for another Can, day. You're saying that Casey's Pizza is better than... Home Slice? Home, home Slice? Well, they don't have breakfast pizza, so... I, I, I haven't had Casey's regular pizza. I've only had breakfast pizza. Because you had home slice pizza for breakfast. Oh, yeah. At Fargo? Yeah, but it didn't have the egg and sausage on it and stuff. So. All right. Yeah. Hey, you had, there was a more, Far more Fargo talk uh, in here. Uh, there's an article Willie put in. What, what were you about to oh, say? Oh, yeah. Then? Well, that's what I, since Willie's the only one that's actually in Fargo among all of us. Fargo. So, it's pronounced Fargo. <laughs> Fargo. Uh, so Ryan did, did uh, this article, like, Crazy Moments, and he linked back to this other article from Willie, top 20 Fargo moments since 2010, and there are some gems in here. You have, uh, so first of all, I found out Tim Lambert is Zeke Jones' nephew. You didn't know that? From this article. <laughs> he broke out there. He had uh, a breakout tournament at Fargo. There is an Oregon Singletzer band, which is also in Ryan's article. Um, just go look at the picture, you'll figure it out. Explicit. Uh, there is the, there's a Harlem Shake involved. There's a Har Harlem Shake video from 2013. What? Was Sammy Julian? Sammy Julian just get, bombed someone. Sammy Julian gets bombed. Oh, he got bombed. Yes. Oh, snap. He took it like a champ. Dude, he, I talked to him about it yesterday uh, at the turf. The turf is back, by the way. I talked to Sammy about it. And he, said, he said that he was sore for two days after he got bombed. Dude, he got all of that one. That was mm -hmm. a really nice vibe. Yeah, that, that article was fun. Hey, uh, there's some other funny things in here, other funny updates. I think the best update is the Sandy Stevens one. Or the best. Listen, Sandy Stevens... It, it, by the way, she tweeted yesterday, this is this will be her 48th. No. Fargo? She, what? She said that, well, I mean, it hasn't been in Fargo for that many years. This will be her 48th, I think I'm right on the number. Uh, when she, uh, in all time, she missed one junior national championship. One. She's announced like 40, 48 of 49 or something like that. People still insane. climb over the rails. And but anyway, people still climb is, over the rails. <laughs> she is notorious for yelling about clear the floor space, get behind the railing, Renegades don't jump over the railing, clear the mats. So USA, USA wrestling. This isn't like this some wasn't kids. This isn't kids. USA wrestling put a dummy because you're not allowed to be, you're not allowed to be up there. Tilt your camera. Like, Tilt your all, camera. Can you see that? Yeah, right not there. Not allowed to be up there at the top. <laughs> and she'll, she'll yell at people for come down here. So one year, USA Wrestling built a dummy and put it way up. Like one of the Suplay dummies, right? And she, Yes. And yeah. she yelled at that dummy <laughs> to get down for a long time in her, in her Sandy Stevens very 
you will get down here now kind of voice. And <laughs> that has to go in that article, too. Oh, my gosh. That's all time. They got her pretty good on that one. I wish yeah. I was there for that. There really are some some gems in here. Okay, so you have a guy destroy Johnny Blankenship destroys Jason Bryant's mic. This kid got driven off the mat and just swats and destroys the mic. Uh, B Dubs adds a second deck. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> that was that was great. Uh, that deck is very nice. The the turf burning down before the last Fargo finals has got to be on there. Well, this yeah, I mean this is from 2015. But yeah, oh. you totally update it. I think the B Dubs second. Story is the highest point in Fargo. Spade made you that can up. see. Spade made that up, but you no, won't. but you really can see like basically the entire town. Do they have like twenty story, ten story buildings downtown? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you just haven't been to that dome part of town. The Fargo dome's higher than that. Yeah. You haven't <laughs> left a three block radius. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but if it's if it's the Fargo dome goes down. Right. Move so if you're on a hill, stop, stop, stop. We got you. Got to yeah. move on right now. Yeah. <laughs> this is chili dogs. If it's a three-story building, no, buddy, that is buddy, a mile buddy, higher buddy. than a twenty-story building down here, it's the highest point. The the, the B-dubs deck isn't higher than Fargo Dome. <laughs> yes, it is. You can literally see over it. No, you cannot. <laughs> Take a picture. You're a daggone liar, Nomad. Take a picture. You're lying over the internet. Anyway. Mad online. All right, 2011. Sucking on, you're Ab sucking on chili loses once, takes third. Monegity loses three times, takes second. That's incredible. Uh, Manville Nala World Travelers, which sounds like we'll have some more World Travelers this vertical year. Vertical pairing. That was that was a vertical pairing issue. Yeah. Well, well, right. So four, two, and one all tie in together. So. No, Matt. I don't know if I have ever gotten your take on vertical pairing. I don't want it. It's the best. Is a far superior way to determine who is the best wrestler, but is far uh, harder. You know to, what? I was on the plane yesterday. Out. Yesterday I was on the plane with Team New Jersey, and Gimp always goes um, with Team New Jersey, right? And and we got in a um, we got in a conversation uh, about vertical pairing, and you know what he said to me, and I agree with him. He said vertical pairing. He said bracketing is better is the best way to determine a champ. He said vertical pairing is the best way to determine the placers. That doesn't make that doesn't map to that anomaly where someone lost once and got third and someone lost three times and got second. Yeah, I got to hear the full rationale on that. Doesn't make sense. It's a it's a it's a nonsense system. I don't understand it. Um, I mean, it gives you the it gives you the ability to lose and still win. Yeah. I mean, wrestling the the it's I mean, it's it's like anything else. I think right? your ability to transcend and, and win, I love uh, to win a tournament, your ability to beat different kinds of wrestlers and navigate that whole thing. If you can lose, I don't know. Uh, yeah, but you have to beat more wrestlers to win a vertical pairing system. That's like right. You could have the same size bracket, but you have to do more in a vertical pairing system. I'll tell you what, vertical pairing, vertical pairing used to make that last round just amazing because... You could have a loss and still make the finals, and it would be dependent on. Sometimes it was if you just win. Sometimes if it was if you got a tech and you got a, you know, you got a four for it or a pin and you got a five for it. So, um, yeah. Anyway, right. continue. But yeah, well, the so five, two, and one all tied together. So you have Abner loses once, takes third. Von Negri loses three times, takes second. That was in 2011. Then 2011 and 2012, Snyder, uh, Kyle Snyder, and Jaden Cox. Met four times, none of which were in the finals, I believe. 
or at least a bunch of those yeah. times were in the what finals. What an amazing system. And so in 2014, USA Wrestling's like, nah, get rid of vertical, well, that's a, get rid that's of vertical pairing. And I think it's because, in part, not solely, but in part because of Snyder Cox. Well, if, listen, if Snyder Cox met before the finals, um, that's an issue of separation, not vertical pairing versus line bracketing. All right. I mean, if you're, if you're level one, yeah. Well, then in, if there's four level ones, we saw this at Akron, there's four level ones, and they... So the separation is, they need to separate. Not just level one, they need to be common sense and say we need to separate Cox and Snyder. All right, this is level one nerddom right now with the yeah. vertical pairing. We got we to gotta stop it, right? right? Vertical pairing is no, no, the best. So, yeah, that's case in point. All right, let's get to the questions from the people. It's been a little bit. Um, let's start with this one from Eric Bush at Eric underscore shrubbery. Hilarious. Frequent question asker. <laughs> what could you most foresee as breaking out as legit, or who, yeah, who, as a legit Hodge contender who hasn't been in that conversation before, like Zane's jump in 2016? Oh, uh, well, I don't know. I mean, Zahid was a finalist this year, right? So, Zahid? Yeah. Um, so he's in the conversation. But he was never really in in the conversation. But that's not even comparable to Zane. Zane, who was fifth and then went who to Who like, won the Hodge in that year? The Zane's sophomore year. Ringer. Ringer. But Zane Ringer. was better that whole year by, like, every metric that existed. They just wanted to give it to the senior. Um, and I didn't have a vote at that time, so I wasn't as influential. But now, um, hopefully that never happens again. That wasn't um, as egregious as you make it out to be. I don't want to re rehash that. Um, so who do we think could make that jump? Someone like, could it be a Yanni? Obviously, Spencer wasn't a finalist, well, I don't well, think, because of the Hold on, though. This is, this is like one of those questions where it's like, who is your dark horse? Who is your um, give me a non-conventional pick? I mean, Yanni was a champ. Yeah. Uh, Zahid was a champ. This, this is one of those questions where you have to be off the wall. Mm -hmm. um, because give me something Zane, zany. Zane went fifth redshirt Hodge contention. Mm -hmm. Right, so this is going to have to. The answer to this question has to be somebody like Ryan Price. Yeah, like Austin DeSanto or something. Oh, I'm down with that. Hundred <laughs> percent. So there's a couple issues. So, so like when I I do a lot of Hodge articles during the year and. One that I identified early on for last year was Seth Gross because he had crazy bonus point numbers and Ooh, I got was, one. In the, was in the finals. Now, that's not super dark horse, but, like, that is kind of the tack you're going to have to take for a question like this. Get it, Willie. You're going to love this one. I, I, I kind of hate it because it'll never – Ben Darmstadt. Ben. ben Darmstadt pins a lot of people. He's yeah. the Iceman. Um, what did he place last year? Uh, he was sixth. He was sixth. He, there you go. He, he had a hard semi-slide. Yeah. Jared Hot sl slid him on down. There yeah. you go. That, that's comparable to a Zane took fifth. Right? I mean, I, and my thing is, Ben should have won last year. Of, he should win every year, probably. He should have won the Hodge a year ago. So, yeah. No, he's a, he's, that's a so pretty fair one. Returning champs, Spencer Lee, Seth Gross, Yanni, Nolf, Chenzo, Zahid, Nickel, and then also Miles and Mark Hall. 
previously won titles. Yeah, I like those. I mean, I to me, it, it, it's coming from the champ field. I mean, well, there's only like four, three or four finalists. It has to be Chenzo. I, I was thinking Chenzo, too. Because Chenzo's never had, and it's only two years, but he's never had an undefeated season. If Zahid goes up, could we see Mark make a jump in his bonus production? Yeah. Um, I, nope. I could see. But that could be countered could, by if Zahid beats a two-time champ in Nickel. Sure, but if they trade, well, they probably wouldn't wrestle but once. Yeah, but even if Zahid, look, if Zahid beats Bo, I, I mean. He should win it. If, if Zahid, Zahid if, beats what Bo. What if Zahid beats Bo, and, and, but Mark's bonus rate is higher? But here's well, the thing. It, it's if, not, if Nolf's healthy, Nolf is the Nolf and Nolf and really Spencer. Spencer, right? That's what I was. That's the one I was gonna say. Are the they're probably the top two right now. It's gonna be. It's gonna require. I mean, Nolf. Who the? No one's beating that guy, right? That guy has messed up and smashed his way, pretty much through the entire. Would have and and one of game. the only guys. Bad matchup. One of the only guys to not, you know, to put up a fight. Against Nolf is Kemmer, and he's moving up. He's moving up. Exactly right. So I, I just don't I don't see anyone. It's going to be tough to take it from Nolf. When you consider the senior status, his typical bonus rate is, it may have been, I don't know if it was, but it could have been higher than Spencer's last year. And the thing is, he doesn't lose. Um, you know, if, but the thing is, who's going to be in, in Spencer's level this year, right? He could just be able to kill everyone unless Dayton's down, which is, a conversation we've had a thousand times on this right. show. It's like, is Dayton if, really going to go? If Dayton's not down and Suriano's up. And Suriano's definitely going up. Then, yeah. It's going to be tough for Spencer to not. Wezak's well, gone, but I, he'd tech him anyway. <laughs> I'm with you, well, though. <laughs> I, 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 know you're, I know the answer to this, but <clears throat> Bresser's back, right? He is. Yeah. You know, no, that's fair, Willie. The it was hard for him to take that guy down. He, he lost it's to him. Hard, hard for, for a lot of people to anybody take to down. take him down. Yeah, I think, I think the total. I think at the end of the year, I, I look back. I think he got taken down four times in like thirty-three matches. Or you, you know who probably took him down the most too is Welch, Welch from Purdue. Yes. It was an eight-six match. Some <laughs> victory. That's so random. Okay, so Dude. actually, Sebastian Rivera majored him the next match. Yeah, I think I think the four takedown thing. I think the four takedown thing for Bresser was entering NCAAs. That might have been what it was. He got yeah. messed up by Sebastian Rivera. I think he wow. got taken down. I think he got taken down once by Milhoff, twice by. Yeah, you're right, Will. Welch, and one other time. Because we were talking about it for a preview. Interesting. Okay, so that's so your answer has been Darmstadt. Um, I don't know if I have one that's that. I mean, he he is the best. Like if you're if you're picking a guy like a mid AA. Yeah, you got to be a mid-AA. I, I would, if like, true dark horse would be Ironman. Because mm. he has beaten Yanni. Ooh. I love that one. He Ooh, has that's beaten a good Yanni. One. He has pin potential. Um, Very good one. That's a really good one. If you're talking dark horse, yeah. Can we talk about Ironman just for a second? Is there yeah. some strange thought yes. or movement that Mike Ironman does not get respect as a coach? Because it is, like... In the last month, there has been, like, multiple mentions in my Twitter, like, why don't we respect Mike Ironman? Well, then, so, Christian. Mike Ironman is. And then Jaden went on that tweet. Yeah, and, J and then Jaden went on one. I'm like, did something happen? I'm like, Mike Ironman so, is so the guys, man. So, guys, can you can clarify something? Are, are they saying flow? I, 
the one guy is saying, coming at me saying, very specifically. There's one person. There's one person with like who just started a Twitter account a few months ago to that, yell at me. Yes, to pretty much yell at us about it. And to yell at you that Mike Ironman doesn't get respect. Yes, and that shout out to Polly. <laughs> hey, hey Polly. Paulie, you want to be on FRO? Look, Paulie's on oh FRO. Hey, Paulie. What's right. up, Paulie? This, this guy loves a good bourbon. Hey, <laughs> Paulie does all the clocks here. Get out of here, you animal. Thanks for the clocks. <laughs> all right, so uh, yeah. There's also a guy on the Matt forums <clears throat> who thinks that Flo out and out hates Missouri and persistently underrank them. It, Missouri is, now, I will say this. This is not an Ironman thing. Missouri might be the whiniest state. Um, well, they're, they're, whoever runs their Twitter account, Missouri's Twitter account, is a whiner. Oh, yeah. They what did they, like the literal college, Missouri Tigers, yeah. that guy is frequently triggered. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, my God. What? He got so mad at you last year about something so minor. Yeah. So, anyways, back to the Ironman thing. It, it was about me and Jaden from last year with David Taylor. Like, we were yes, all over. I was team Jaden during that. Like, I was like, I picked Jaden to win I, to the point that Don Bashada, who's you know, my buddy, and Justin Bash, who Bash was like, who is Taylor's like guy, yeah. was furious with me. Like, absolutely. So I'm like, wait, I was team Jaden. Not that I like preferred one or the other. I was just like, who I thought was going to win. Yeah. And then it became this, like, I was anti-DT in their eyes, which is totally false. And now, a year later, I am anti-Jaden when I've been nothing but pro-Jaden. Mike Ironman's an amazing coach. His record speaks for itself. I don't understand how this... So they were saying you, not Flo? Well, this guy was saying me. That guy was saying Christian, but it almost seemed with Jaden's tweets that it was more Missouri. Like, Missouri doesn't respect... Like, the state oh, the, the, of the Missouri. the state of Missouri? Because yes. that's kind of what... That's kind of I could see that in Ironman's and Jaden's Ironman's tweets as yeah. well. Is like I think he might be talking about the state of Missouri yeah. and not us. Um, no, I don't think Jaden Ironman's tweets for you was directed at us. I mean, yeah. heck, we basically Iron Mike Ironman was basically the focus of a doc we did. Yeah, right? I mean, about him it was and Jaden's relationship. Yeah, yeah, and and you know I. High five, Mike, when he won, uh, when Jaden won, congratulations. And and I think Mike has a healthy respect for us at Flow. Yeah, that's what was I, weird. It's like, man, my, well, Mike and Bader are like boys. Yeah, right? they're like buds. Um, Ironman coached Bader when he when he was a veteran champ. So, I, I, in short, Flow thinks Mike Ironman is an amazing coach. We think amazing. that uh, Jaden and Jaden Cox – we think those guys are amazing, and they are products of Mike Ironman, and you can see his influence strongly in their wrestling. And that's been, he's one of the best coaches in the country. He's probably unquestionably the best coach in Missouri. And what else do you need to know? Does that really need said? Do we need to say that Jody Strip matters are really good high school? I mean, I don't know. Do you need a, do you need something like a notarized letter of who he thinks good at coaching wrestling? Because I, I thought it was pretty well understood. I would well like to understood. see it notarized. <laughs> I think we have a notary in house. And we Iron, do. Ironman's got more kids coming up. I mean, go look at Mahler and um, yeah, and this Teague Travis. Travis. Like, look Teague at Travis. look at any any tournament with Ironman Elite or or any tournament where it's a Missouri kid, and then you kind of know that they're an Ironman kid. They're probably gonna do well. Yeah. So, anyways, that's that. Mike Ironman, good wrestling coach. Good wrestlers. All right. Uh, well, other questions. Yeah. Other questions. 
The Hodge one was good. Yeah, that was a very good one. Thank you, Eric Shrubbery. Um, well, someone <laughs> someone asked about Illinois as, a, as like you know why do they soften up? Not great in college. Um, that was Yosef Marcucci, but we ah. we kind of got to that. Soften. That's it. That's harsh. Yeah. Soften up. That's I why mean, I think he said... Um, D1 wrestling's hard. Best Fargo weight class of all time, meaning guys who went on to college level and succeeded. Should be a fun find, says Quinn Harris, underscore. We have done this before. Crazy Fargo brackets. Here's a few. Um, 2011, Junior 119. Thomas Gilman, Corey Clark, Nishan Garrett, David Terrell, Tim Lambert, Evan Silver, uh, Jared Cortez, Max Volbeck, um, do 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 other good, good guys. Matt Manley, Dylan Peters, Paul Petroff, Vito Pisone. So that's a really good weight mm -hmm. in terms of if you're looking for guys that went on to do big things afterwards, those are some good ones. So that's 2011 Junior 119. Uh, 2005 Junior 119. Spawning a term here. Oh, yeah. 119. Great weight class. Yeah. RIP 119. That was a good one. Franklin Gomez, um, Jimmy Kennedy, Montel Marion, Mike Thorne, Raleigh Peterkin, Brad Pataki, Ben Ashmore. Um, ben and then Ashmore. here's guys that didn't Killer. place. Kyle Rochelle, PJ Gillespie, Trent Sprinkle, and some other guys. Philip Novotchkov, Troy Dolan, John Trombetti, who was a seven-time Fargo AA. That's insane. All right, so that was um, 05 Junior 119. <laughs> This one is not as crazy, so I won't read it, but it's good if you want to go back and look at it. 2007, Junior 171. Uh, 2011, Cadet 105 is pretty good. Tommy Thorne, Ronnie Bresser, Zach Hall, Matt Kolodzik, Jaden Ironman. Uh, shout out Ironman Elite. Darian Cruz. That was back when he was doing Clayton. Yeah, back in the Clayton days. And then here's guys that didn't place. Freddie Stroker, John Ernesty. Dalton Macri, Chaz Tucker, Dom Forries, Anthony Cephalo, Ty Pilot, Joe Veliket. Joe Veli. DMP. So that's a really good one. And here's another really good one. And this is the last one. Dylan Alton, Dylan Carew. Oh, what's the give a year in the week? This was uh, 2007 Cadet 130. Dylan Carew is really good. Yeah, Dylan Carew would have been a good one for Iowa. A thousand knee injuries, and those are important in wrestling. Dylan Alton, Dylan Carew, Derek Garcia, who was another really good guy in high school. Oh, my God. He was really good. Just didn't pan out. Josh Jeva, Brandon Wilborn. This weight is not as good. I'm sorry. Maybe there's some really good also rams. Yes. Ellis Coleman didn't place. Nick Solzer didn't place. Stephen Dutton, an All-American, didn't place. Pierce Harger, All-American, didn't place. Nestor Taffer, EIW champ, DNP'd. Lee Munster, Austin Ormsby, who was a beast. Oh my gosh, Austin Ormsby would have been, is. the truth, didn't pan out at the next level. So those are mine, and in summation, I will say 2011 Junior 119 um, beat it. There were really good brackets in the middleweights back around 2010. The ones with Alton Kindig, Rayvon Perkins, mm -hmm. on and on and on. Um, and I'm sure there's a bunch from the 90s. I, I think that there were some from the Metcalf era that were really yeah. good. The, the problem um, is it only you can only go back so far uh, in terms of where you can find this stuff electronically. There was, um, I don't know, maybe 2009-ish, 2010-ish, the bracket with Kokesh and maybe Storley. Uh, that, that was great bracket. But, yeah, there's been some really good ones.
So there's there's been some good ones. Um, from just Keating, are lunch beers the first step in a slow descent into alcoholism? Worried about wrestling nomad? Hashtag FRL question. Yes, I, clearly that's. Uh, first thing I said to Nomad when I came in this morning was he was the worst teammate of all time. Oh, oh to, yeah. I listened to a couple days ago's show. Yeah. I was disgusted. Disgusted. He's refusing he's, to ride on the team bus back because he was mad at the heavyweight. I mean, you could have been showing leadership and encouraging what him. What a just on, triple B move. Yeah. And then to go to Smoothie King with your girlfriend over riding back on the team bus, and yeah. then. Drinking underage. Well, yeah. Wow, and that's that's probably you should most be arrested. Honestly, honestly, right now. what's the statute of limitations of yeah, underage let's, drinking? Let's, let's arrest Nomad. Oh years. my God, we didn't talk about that. About what? We didn't talk about you completely owning Twitter on my fake arrest. Oh my God. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> All right, so we we never addressed this. We never addressed this. Listen, <clears throat> Kyle's best man. Was a co- is a cop. Is a cop. Actual police Not man. spay kind of cop. Boys in blue. But also a spay yeah. kind of cop. Yeah, definitely. So he, so obviously this is a great opportunity. Why would you have a friend that's a cop if you're not going to fake arrest You're not going to not fake arrest You're Willie. not going to not fake arrest Willie. So we're like, all right, fake arrest Willie. Okay, I think this was Kyle's idea. Great idea. Great judgment. Thank you. Content. So, so we do that. It was great content. Actually, we didn't do it with content in mind. Just like, yeah, kind of funny. Yeah, it was fun. So I took like 100 pictures of the arrest. All of them have him smiling, except for literally the two <laughs> that I chose on Twitter where, you can, where you're kind of like, huh, that's, that's interesting. And then people, including people at work, Efren Salinas is, is going to try to act like he didn't know or like that he knew the whole time it was a joke. He was like... But he was seriously wondering deep down if this was for real. Okay, Colby Paxton, I think we kind of got him. Um, so other people thought it was real. Okay, but then when it really got crazy was when Joe Kenya, our con- other content marketer, screenshotted my tweet and put it on Instagram. <laughs> yes. In which case, I, a, a lot of people really bought it. And then I started fighting people on Instagram. And I, then, yeah, and then Christian just. Owns them. <laughs> well, here's the thing about Instagram. I it is the Walmart of social media. I can't prove oh my this. God. Instagram. I cannot prove it. Hold on. That's a pretty I, good analogy. I though. can't prove this, but I per capita or however you want to measure it, it has to have the lowest average IQ. Oh, yeah. plus. It, they those are low IQ lower IQ people. I love Instagram. It's nothing against you. If you use, I use Instagram, but those people just in general are not as smart. So I, I put in the comments at Flow Wrestling like something like, why would you guys post this? <laughs> why aren't you instead of like putting stuff on Instagram, why don't you be there for Willie and why are you making this public, et cetera? You must have passed it by I can't now, Willie. Yeah. Or wow. Whatever your name is. <laughs> Kyle. Um, Steve. Steve. Yeah, that is your actual name. So I said that and they're like, oh, if you don't want it public, why would you tweet it? Like they literally Multiple people <laughs> believe that it was, uh, I was like really caping up for you. And that I would actually tweet you getting arrested, Willie. Like I'm, yeah. what kind of a terrible friend would I be if I was doing that? So that was, that was a whole heck of, oh, what, oh, Yanni. Yanni. Yanni's laughing at all the people that don't get the joke. Yeah. My, <laughs> hey, oh, hold on though. As we say this, my father and father-in-law both ask me, like, did Willie really get arrested? 
He's like, well, I thought it would be a joke. And then my dad's like, you said tough scene. I was like, oh, jeez, <laughs> tough scene. I was like, tough scene was that's supposed what, to be like that's what gotcha. the indication that it was a joke. But my dad, my dad bought it. So My mother texted me, please tell me this ain't true. So you're telling me that Christian, who's very gullible, that your father is also gullible? <laughs> yeah, perhaps. So I got it honest, uh, I suppose. So yeah, Willie was not arrested in any way, shape, or form, but... Not there, anyways. Yeah, not there. Willie's, not there. Willie was pepper sprayed in Budapest. Uh, <laughs> he's he's had he's had his run-ins. Oh wow, this one this is good. Y'all really ruining your coverage of wrestling. Glad he got arrested. I wish all of you did. We need a new <laughs> for wrestling. Oh my gosh, that dude's serious. Peter Pappas. Peter Pappas. He really he wants all of us Wait. in jail. P a p p a s. Yeah. yeah. He wrestles for he's, Edinburgh. He's a New York State champ. He was yeah. nationally ranked. From Long Island. Well, retroactively unrank him. He's he, un Peter, you're unranked though. <laughs> you were never ranked by Willie. Yeah, so there's some there's some amazing comments in there. So yeah. That's the protege of well, he wrestled for Gregor Gillespie. Dang. Well, that's painful. Why would he do that? Alright, let's do one more question. Uh-oh. Let's end with a zinger. This one's this is gonna be a hot one. <laughs> I may not touch it. What D1 program would benefit the most from a coaching change if their lot doesn't improve in the upcoming season? Jeez. I abstain. Well, wow, you're uh, abstaining? All right. Well, maybe we won't go there. Unless Willie's feeling himself. We don't have to do that one. That's you, you could, uh, you could like, numerically run. Uh, you could have Spade, like, numerically run something. Yeah, let's Here, Here's that. what I want you to do. I want you to look at NCAA team scores, and then you figure it out for yourself. Yeah, yeah do that. Ask the question. Maybe a Big Ten team. Maybe Big Ten teams that are not doing good. Yeah. Because there's no. Basically, is there one Big Ten team that should not be good at wrestling? Like good being, you're in the top twenty at least every other year. I would say the one school. Heck, the one school you could make that argument for maybe is Northwestern. I was gonna say them too. It's the only private school in the Big Ten, and their academic standards are extremely high. And guess and what? And they have roster Almost, limits. And they're yeah. really good. And guess what? Almost every single year, they're in the top 20 and have had national champions and All-Americans. Yeah. I'm so. going to say, and this, this pains me, but the flagship institution of my home state, the high school wrestling is not good enough to merit it. I would agree 20. with I would, I would yeah. get with that, except... Except Pan, Pat Santoro proved that you could. Except one, Pat Santoro. Two, where is Virginia's strong high school wrestling they haven't uh listen north look carolina. at the states that are around north carolina you. look at the states NC that are around. state yeah no fair the states that are around you you don't have to you just keep one or two good maryland kids maryland's there a draw it's a great school um <coughs> paulie's <Polly's, laughs> he's Polly's like he's stealing the show man willie you're getting topped by Polly. Polly radio Lock. don't say anything to oh. him. he's gonna come back don't no. make him come back <laughs> we gotta wrap this Polly, show come here. No, no. Here. dad got it Polly's coming back what are you back. doing what are you doing right <laughs> now? Ask him how the setup's yeah, going. Setting up our computers, uh, getting them ready in case I need them. Backup. All right, good job. <laughs> <laughs> He's a piece of work. You, you are. Quit calling him back. All right. Look at look at this. Look at this locks flowing. <laughs> hey, you, we have a theory. We have a theory that that's like nomad in forty years. Oh yes. <laughs> oh my is, God, it so is. That is gonna be nomad in, in 30, right. 40 years. All right. Let's get out of here. You can play the outro music. My my friends in the back. There it is. Hey, thanks hey, to... Hey, episode 300 when Pauly arrived. DJ Pauly D. 
uh, in the mix. Thank you guys for listening to 300 episodes. Those of you did, there's probably no, not one person that has listened to all 300, but maybe me. So shout out to me for, I've really been there for, <laughs> I've listened to all 300. No, everyone else, I don't think you have. At one point I went back and listened to all of them. Wow, and me and Nomad, Knuckles friends. Took a while. Thanks, man. I think that's just a lie. Yeah, good. That's I'm kind of with you, Willie. But no, I did. He might have. He's, he, no, man, you're lying. I'm not lying. I've you're sucking on chili dogs. Yeah, you're probably up yeah. there. You're up there. Well, yeah, because you were listening to the Johnny from Roanoke episode. I was the one who tweeted out the number that Johnny from Roanoke called into. So Kyle's maybe been there for all of them. Thank you, guys. We're gonna be back Tuesday. Watch Fargo. Tuesday from the dome, Willie. Tuesday from the dome. Right there. Right there. Yeah. Yeah. That could probably happen. Let's do it. Fargo starts tomorrow. Get your rest. 9 a.m. Happy Friday the 13th. If you're superstitious, I think you're a little strange. See you, a little See you next time. <laughs>